Hi everyone, Larry Bailey here, bringing you this week's newsletter. This information, of course, is brought to you by Ridge Lending Group. If you have any needs with regards to real estate financing anywhere for your investor, second home, or primary home, make sure you give them a shout at 855-74-RIDGE, or you can email over to info at ridgelendinggroup.com, or you can just even go to the website, ridgelendinggroup.com, start an application, and get things going right away. Uh, this information on screen here is brought to you by MBS Highway also. It's your trusted source for mortgage market intelligence. We go through this every week. Today, I'm a day late, so I apologize. I was out unexpected yesterday, um, and it's okay because yesterday was kind of a, uh, a weird day in the markets. We had this huge uptick um, in, uh, in mortgage-backed pricing securities, um, which is really, really good. It was an enormous run on Thursday. Friday, of course, the markets were closed for Veterans Day. And, uh, and yesterday, everybody was really getting freaked out about today's uh, PPI number. And uh, as you can see up here in the top right, I always kind of guide your eyes up here. Uh, yesterday, that number was like negative 43. Today, that number is positive 33. So it's a net 10 less than it was on Thursday. Thursday was up like 180 something basis points. It was it was an insane day. Um, so let's go over that here. Uh, again, today is number 15th. This is the newsletter from yesterday, November 14th. And we are going over the week of November 7th, 2022 in review. October brought cooler than expected consumer inflation, which gave a big boost to both stocks and bonds when the data was reported on Thursday. That was at 180 something basis point pop I was telling you about a moment ago. Meanwhile, jobless claims continue to tick higher. Uh, so read on for these key headlines and more. Um, we're going to talk about consumer inflation, cooler than estimated in October. We're going to talk about inflation remained a top problem for many small businesses last month. We're going to talk about rising, continuing jobless claims suggest slower pace of hiring. And we're going to talk about the scoop on key audition, uh, I'm sorry, auditions, key on, on the scoop on key auctions. Let's see if I can get that out. Uh, and then we're going to do something, some kind of hack. I'm going to guess it's something to do with autumn or fall or possibly even Thanksgiving, but we'll get to it later here. It'll be a surprise. First story is consumer inflation cooler than estimated in October. The Consumer Price Index CPI, which measures inflation on the consumer level, showed that inflation increased by 0.4% in October, coming in lower than estimates. On an annual basis, inflation declined from 8.2% to 7.7%, which was much cooler than the 8% expected. The real story here was core CPI, which strips out volatile food and price, uh, food and energy prices. It also came in at softer than forecasted with 0.3% rise. As a result, the year-over-year core CPI decreased from 6.6% down to 6.3%, which was also much lower than estimates. This is good stuff, gang. Uh, the tame inflation data helped both stocks and bonds move sharply higher on Thursday. So, again, I want to. It's so. It's so. Um, almost uh, wicked when you think about that. We want our economy to get worse so that mortgage rates and other interest uh, fact uh, rates get lower. Because again, you, you want to kind of keep all of this stuff measured as it comes up, as it comes down. You don't want to have these huge spikes and troughs. Um, and you want to have stable. Stable is incremental gains, incremental losses. So while prices fell for medical care services, uh, used cars and apparel, 
Shelter costs saw their largest monthly increase in the housing in the history of the index. Shelter costs made up 39% of core CPI, so they played a big role in the monthly gain. However, they have been lagging in the CPI report. Real shelter costs have been moderating in the current market. For example, Zumper's national rent report showed that the national median rent for one bedrooms fell 0.8%, while two bedrooms saw a 0.7% decline from September to October. In addition, after 12 consecutive months of double-digit annual increases, the national median rent rose by just 9.2% when compared to October of last year. These moderating shelter costs should be reflected in the CPI data, hopefully by January, which should add additional downside pressure on inflation, a.k.a. rates should soften as well. That's typically what happens. So what's the bottom line here with this story? Besides causing higher prices, inflation is the arch enemy of fixed investments like mortgage bonds because it erodes the buying power of the bond's fixed rate of return. If inflation is rising, investors demand a rate of return to combat the faster pace of erosion due to inflation causing interest rates to rise, as we've seen this year. However, when we look at how inflation is calculated, there is hope that it may continue to move lower in the months ahead. So remember, inflation is calculated on a rolling 12-month basis, which means that the total of the past 12 monthly inflation readings will give us the year-over-year rate of inflation. For example, when the data for October 2022 was released last week, it replaced the data for October 2021 in the calculation of annual inflation. Going forward, the inflation readings will be replaced uh, that will be replaced are much higher. So if we see lower monthly readings like we did in October's report, the annual rate of inflation will continue to move lower. Again, lower inflation typically helps both bond, mortgage bonds and mortgage rates improve. It's not one-to-one. It's, it's a feeling, right? It's a, it's a forecast. It's a mathematical algorithm. <clears throat> inflation remained a top problem for many small businesses last month. The National Federation of Independent Businesses Small Business Optimism Index was reported at 91.3 for October, down from 92.1 in September. This is the 10th straight month the index has come in below the 49-year average of 98. Among the key takeaways, 33% of small business owners reported that inflation remained their biggest problem, so evidence of cooling inflation is certainly a welcoming sign. What's the bottom line here? Bill Duncan, Dunkle, Dunkelberg, sorry, Bill. Bill Dunkelberg, NFIB's chief economist, noted that, quote, owners continue to show a dismal view about, about future sales growth and business conditions, but are still looking to hire new workers. He added, inflation, supply chain disruptions, and labor shortages continue to limit the ability of many small businesses to meet the demand for their products and services, close quote. Thank you, Bill. Next story is rising, conti- rising continuing jobless claims suggest, suggest slower pace of hiring. So on the screen, if you're listening to me on the podcast, hop over to the Ridgeline Group community. You can check out the video. You can see me make funny faces as I read this data along with you. Um, so on the screen, we've got uh, jobless claims image. We've got um, the three largest states, um, as expected, are California, Texas, and New York. So here's the story. The number of people filing for unemployment benefits for the first time rose by 7,000 in the latest week as 225,000 initial jobless claims were reported. Continuing claims, which measure people who continue to receive benefits after their initial claim is filed, rose 6,000 to 
1.493 million. So what's the bottom line here? Continuing claims rose by 129,000 throughout October, which suggests it's becoming harder for people to find a job once they're let go. In addition, while initial jobless claims remain low, they still reflect an additional 225,000 people filing for unemployment across the country. With headlines of large companies issuing layoffs, it's possible continuing claims could continue to rise and the labor market may not be as strong as uh, reports have indicated. So I don't know if you guys caught these stories yesterday. Uh, Amazon announced 10,000 people getting laid off. Um, we've got, again, um, layoffs continue to be um, consistent in the financial industry, uh, especially in the mortgage company side. So, um, so yeah, I expect this to be a continuing problem and, um, you know, not quite sure where this, where this goes, but, um, that is, that is the reality. And you can see again on the image, California at 44,000 new claims, Texas at 15,000 new claims and New York at 14,000 new claims, real people, real families, uh, not just numbers. And so, you know, I, I, um, I hope everybody is continuing to be as, as uh, planful as they can be. Um, but I expect times are going to get harder for those folks to find uh, replacement jobs, but we shall see. Uh, here's the next story, the scoop on key auctions. In investors were closely watching Wednesday's 10-year Treasury note auction and Thursday's 30-year bond auction to see the level of demand. High demand, which is reflected on the purchasing of bonds and treasuries, can push yields higher and, sorry, push prices higher and yields or rates lower. Weak demand, on the other hand, can signal that investors think yields will continue to move higher, which can have a negative effect on rates. Wednesday's 10-year note auction was met with weak demand because everybody was waiting for these numbers on Thursday. On the flip side, Thursday's 30-year bond auction was met with strong demand, and, and that actually helped bonds build on their boost that they received from the TAME CPI data released Thursday morning. All right, so here's that family hack of the week. Soup season is here. I know that. Um, we just made some chicken tortilla soup, and it was really, really good. But this recipe is all about hearty chicken soup, courtesy of our friends at the Food Network. You're going to quarter four small onions and peel six cloves, garlic, cloves of garlic. Peel one pound of carrots and cut into two-inch chunks in a large pot. Combine onions, garlic, and carrots with two pounds of chicken thighs and a handful of thyme sprigs. Season with salt and pepper to your taste. Add cold water to cover and bring to a boil, then reduce the heat to a simmer once it's boiled. Skim and remove any scum that may come to the top. I guess that's a real thing. I always called it um, sludge, scum, stuff. Um, when you boil chicken, you get that stuff on the top. If you've never boiled chicken, don't get grossed out. It's a normal thing. Just skim it off and give it a chuck. Simmer until the chicken falls off the bone with almost no pressure from a fork. Uh, approximately one to one and a half hours. Place that chicken, uh, check, place those chicken pieces on a plate, remove the meat from the bone if there's any left on the bone, and return the meat back to the pot. Add one and one half pounds small red potatoes, washed and quartered, and cook until fork tender, approximately 20 minutes. Add two handfuls of trimmed green beans, cook until crisp tender, around three to four minutes. Season with salt and pepper to taste and enjoy with your favorite crusty bread. Hearty chicken soup with crusty bread. Yeah, I'd probably go with like maybe a sourdough. I don't know. Whatever whatever floats your boat. So what's the what's what to look for this week? So again, today's Tuesday. So more inflation news is ahead on Tuesday with the producer price index for October's released. 
and you see those results here, there was tamer than expected numbers on the PPI. Um, and this measures the wholesale inflation. Then the then important housing reports will be released beginning tomorrow, Wednesday, with the National Association of Home Builders uh, uh, Housing Market Index, which will give us re near real-time uh, read on builder confidence for this month. Housing starts and building permits for October will re be reported on Thursday, while October's existing home sales follows on Friday. Also of note, look for October's retail sales data on Wednesday, while the latest jobs claims remains important to monitor when they are released as usual on Thursday. A lot of data here, gang. Uh, it's overwhelming the amount of data. Uh, November's manufacturing data for New York and Pennsylvania regions will provide an important update on that sector when it's also reported on Tuesday and Thursday, respectively. So you got housing stuff, you got you got um, manufacturing index coming out, you got builder confidence coming out. Um, basically, you're going to see a lot of reports come out this week that are going to probably show us that, yes, things are getting softer, slower, um, and hopefully that brings down the uh, overall guidance of inflation. Hopefully it gives the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell the, the uh, insights to maybe slow down, which is what everybody's hoping for come uh, next month that, that uh, they do not increase rates again. We shall see. So, uh, again, today is uh, Tuesday the 15th. We've got 28 basis points on the mortgage-backed security at the 5.5 coupon right now, which is, is okay. It's on a good trend. And if you have any questions about any of this stuff, feel free to give Ridge Lending Group a phone call at 855-74-RIDGE. Email them at uh, over to info at ridgelendinggroup.com or head over to the website ridgelendinggroup.com and check it out. My name is Larry Bailey. Thanks. Have a great day. See you.